Micro Monday once again, the weekly microcast where we get to know members of the Micro.blog community. I'm Jean McDonald, the community manager here at Micro.blog, and on this episode, I am pleased to welcome Jonathan Hayes, who is at Cheesemaker on Micro.blog. Hey, John, how's it going? It's going about as well as any pandemic can be going. How are you doing, Jean? <laughs> yeah, that's about that sounds about right. Possibly one side effect of this when it's over, or at least ameliorate it, is that maybe people will have less to complain about, you know, because they've gotten out of the habit, because uh, nobody nobody wants to hear your, uh, your complaining about things that everybody has to cope with all the time. Yeah, uh, I found myself, <laughs> I found myself when people would ask me, how are you doing? For the first couple of months, I'd be like, fine. And <laughs> I found that after a while, you know, I felt very disingenuous when clearly, globally, no one is doing fine. Yeah. So I just decided to be more, well, not great. It's a yeah. pandemic. I'm stuck at home, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's uh, all things considered. That's usually what I say. Um, and, and certainly better than most. So I can't, I, can't, I really can't complain. Uh, but so, John, uh, before we get started uh, talking about micro.blog related things, why don't you tell the listeners a bit about yourself, including why you have the cool username at Cheesemaker? Because I know why, uh, but maybe our audience does not. <laughs> sure. So uh, I'm an iOS developer and I've been developing apps actually before there was even app store back during the Palm Pilot days. So I've been doing mobile software for as long as I can remember. Um, and the reason that my user handle is at Cheesemaker is because I am a, a graduate of Tillamook High School on the Oregon coast, which has the distinct uh honor, I suppose, of having its mascot be the cheesemaker uh, in, <laughs> in honor of Tillamook Cheese, Tillamook Cheese Factory, which is located in Tillamook. And for some reason, when I started, you know, in Twitter and Facebook and MySpace and all, mm -hmm. you know, all these places that required user profiles were kind of coming online, my name is very common. And so it was I quickly found that a lot of iterations of it were just gone. Yeah. And I, I settled on Cheesemaker because at the time there weren't any cheesemakers, uh, at least in the online world. Uh, there are actually a few now, and it's sort of funny, you know, anytime I log on to any of the other social media uh, accounts, I'll often have these random follow follow requests from, like, people in Wisconsin or uh, other other cheese-central places. Uh, yeah. So, anyway, so that's why I'm cheesemaker. Uh, well, I do love Tillamook and the Oregon coast. I have been there several times and uh, have been to the Tillamook Cheese Factory many times as well. Um, it is a highlight of the trip, especially when you're taking kids. And I always try to encourage them to spend some time, you know, watching the factory run, which I think is the coolest thing, you know, where you can overlook all the factory parts um, and see people making and cutting and packaging the cheeses with the uh, the help of massive, cool industrial machines. And then and only then do I take them to the ice cream portion of the factory. 
you, you have to stop by the ice cream if you're there. And uh, I don't know if you've been since they remodeled. No. They remodeled the- yeah, I heard they really redesigned the whole building. Yeah, it's it's pretty fancy. Uh, I mean, all of the parts that you're describing that are kind of make it cool and unique, you know, watching the automated uh, cheese uh, packaging and whatnot, that, that's all still there. But the visitor center in particular, is uh, it's a lot more pleasant to, to wander around it now. So you should definitely go check it out uh, at some point. Okay. One of these days when I actually leave the house again and go to the coast. And- Fair point. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, so... I thought it would be interesting to get you on to Micro Monday, which has had a hiatus of late um, for various reasons, but uh, there's a lot of activity in micro.blog land right now, and one of the things that's most interesting and exciting is the new work that you have done on Sunlit, um, the f- photo blogging app that is a uh companion, I suppose, to micro.blog or could be an Instagram replacement if you just want to look at photos and post photos. And so tell tell the listeners and me, because I love to have an update, what um, are, you know, the major changes coming up in the new Sunlit, which is in beta right now, and it's available for people to test if they're interested in, in doing that. But uh, it hasn't been officially released as a final uh, app yet. Sure. So before I can go too deep into it, I should probably give just a little history mm-hmm. uh, about Definitely. Sunlit. So Sunlit as an app uh, was the first app that Manton and I worked on together. And it started, oh my goodness, like six or seven years ago. Uh, I'm a little fuzzy on the timeline, but it was back during the app.net days, for those that remember those days, uh, app.net <laughs> was a was another sort of social media network platform, what have you, that uh, started, kind of had a big boom and then a bust and kind of faded away. But it was it we had created Sunlit to sort of plug into that uh, that platform to do photo sharing and. It sort of existed in some form or another ever since then. And a couple of years ago, Manton and I decided that it would be fantastic to take it and adapt it to work with micro.blog. So we did that. And by basically taking the code that we already had and modifying and updating it. But at that point, it already had a fairly large code base, uh, had a lot of things in it that weren't necessarily relevant to micro.blog, but we sort of kind of, you know, glued it together and duct taped it together, so to speak. (laughs) And it worked. But uh, anybody that's worked on software for long enough knows that the longer you carry around old things with you, the harder it, it becomes to do new things. And so about, I think it was back in December, I think, maybe it was November, November or December, uh, we decided that the best thing that we could do is simply just throw it all away and, and rewrite it, mm-hmm. which is actually the, the the developer's dream, which is to write something, throw it away, write it again, throw it away, and then write it away, write it again a third time. <laughs> so this was uh, this was actually a pretty fun exercise. In doing so, we kind of stripped it down to what we felt were the core essential parts of photo sharing uh, on the micro.blog platform. And 
I'm pretty happy with the results. What, what the app sort of has become in beta form now is a pretty solid, this is my opinion, of course, but a pretty solid replacement for Instagram for folks that, that are sort of heavy Instagram photo sharers. Uh, you know, one of the things that the new Sunlit app uh, version that the new beta does is it really encourages conversations about photos. So the conversation threads are, are very quick and easy to get into and comment and have conversations about different photos that, uh, that you find on there, both in the discover section, as well as in your own feed of people that you follow. Um, so we've really kind of taken a lot of the things that we felt were sort of special about Sunlit and kind of tried to craft more of the community aspect around those. And uh, I think it's pretty, I think it's pretty cool what we, what we're working on. So I, I hope people check it out. Yeah. I mean, I, I really like the uh, interface of, of Sunlit a lot. It just, you know, feels fun and interesting to look through and, see other people's photos um, without the distraction of other kinds of posts. And we have such uh, good photographers on micro.blog that I feel like the content is very high quality, Um, whether you're following, just following the people you already follow, or if you go into discover, we, um, you know, have, Again, it's a curated feed of photos that have appeared in Discover in in the other apps, and uh, and so you know it is pretty fun to look through it, and it doesn't feel well. I mean, I, I haven't used Instagram now for over a year and a half. I I got out of it when I got out of Facebook. I decided to cut the cord, and I used to like Instagram, you know, for quite a while, and then. It's just as it got more Facebooky, um, it you know, especially when they got rid of chronological timelines, because then that was kind of ridiculous. I, I remember I posted on Instagram like a, a photo of myself with like a really mad face and saying like, um, the app is called Instagram, but I'm not seeing photos until they're like four or five days old. Sometimes you know that's not what it was meant to be. So, uh, you know, going back to sort of basics with Sunlit is pretty nice. And I think for users, if you, um, if you like to post and share photos and you, you can, you're still sharing them with people who are following your blog. So if, um, you know, you have friends and relatives that want to see your photos it's very easy for them just to go to your blog and, you know, click on your photos tab and look at your photos. And if you've ever tried to go to Instagram without an account or Facebook or any of these services, really, it's such a mess. And it's so, I would never send anybody, you know, to, to Instagram uh, now because, I assume there's a lot of people who have been closing their accounts, you know, that used to have them. And it is, it's, it's a different, I mean, it's, there's no experience there. It's, it's just, you know, maybe you might be able to see one photo, but you can't really um, easily peruse what you'd be interested in perusing. So, so I, yeah, that's, 
Go ahead. No, you go ahead. So, yeah, that's one area that I think is actually pretty interesting in the new Sunlit that we expanded on is, I mentioned it briefly earlier, but the Discover section, you can actually download Sunlit without an account. And obviously, the experience is more ideal if you have a micro.blog account. But even if you don't, you can go into the new Discover section and really browse around the different Tagmoji categories and get a feel for not only the kinds of photos, but different sort of sub communities that are sort of that have sort of popped up and, and developed within the micro.blog community. For example, I started running at the beginning of this pandemic and disclaimer, I hate running even now, <laughs> but I am sort of a hobbyist runner now. And I discovered in, by using Sunlit, ironically, uh, I, I clicked on the runner tag emoji, which gives me all of the photos sort of that have been tagged with the runner tag emoji. And I can see all of the, you know, all the recent photos of basically fellow runners. And I've actually started following a few of them and had a few conversations about, you know, the, the times and pace and training and whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. But I had no idea that like this running sort of sub community even existed in micro.blog and simply by like clicking around through the sunlit and the way that the discover section is oriented, I was able to find a whole bunch of new stuff. And, and people can do that now, even in this new beta version, even if they don't have a micro.blog account, I can't actually reply and interact. You have to have an account for mm-hmm. that, but um, you can get a good feel for the types of things that are going on with the, within the community, which I think is, you know, really fun. And we never, we didn't actually plan for it. It just was mm-hmm. sort of a side effect of, of this rewrite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And in general, I think photos have become such a key part of micro dot blog. You know, when you, the experience of reading the timelines, people post a lot of interesting photos and um, sometimes even, you know, for our main discover timeline, I try to keep it, you know, balanced. So it's not all photos, and that people can read, you know, text, (laughs) which was the original uh, reason for being and, uh, and some days it's hard, because there's so many good photos. And so, uh, yeah, we're, uh, we actually, Manton has been working on a way of curating the timeline where we can add more photos to discover the photos timeline and even if we don't add them to the main discover timeline. So users will probably be seeing more interesting uh, photos that they might not see just in regular discover if they go to the photos section of discover. And I'm, I'm glad for that because sometimes it's hard to not share everything, but that that's not curation. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and I love I love so many of the photos that people post on micro.blog. And one like I mentioned the the conversation uh, functionality in Sunlit and that's one of the things that I've found is fascinating. Again, total byproduct that I don't necessarily think we actually set out to do, but uh, photos are such a great conversation starter whether it's of a, you know, a beautiful scenery or of a family member or even what they had for breakfast. 
um, <laughs> that I find myself in many of these conversations. I find myself having far more conversations now than, than I did before, which I think partially is because a photo is such a great conversation starter. Yeah. Now, do those conversations also appear in the regular Microdot blog timeline? So they do because Sunlit isn't is isn't it, using anything special. Yeah. It's yeah, it's all and it basically it's basically what you see in your regular Microdot blog timeline, but it's only with photos and replies to uh, posts that start with a photo, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can actually go into Microdot Blog app and continue a conversation that you're having in Sunlit within the Microdot Blog app, which is also pretty cool. That it's sort of just a seamless experience. So yeah. um, it just works really well. I'm, I've been I've been very very happy with how it's sort of come together. Well, that's really cool. Well, um, do you have any sense of when the final version of Sunlit is going to be released? Yeah, I do. We, Manton and I uh, put a stake in the ground uh, a couple of days ago of no new features, uh, <laughs> which is very hard for developers that have lots of ideas to sort of hold to that. Yeah. But we've been doing our best to sort of hold each other accountable and, and work only on fixing bugs. We've gotten a, a lot of fantastic feedback actually from beta users, uh, which has helped uh, sort of you know refine some of the rougher edges, uh, get feedback on sort of a larger data set than, you know, I would necessarily look at myself, uh, which has been great. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've addressed the majority of those. And there's a few small, you know, bug fixes that we see both in terms of improving performance and just sort of making the visual experience, you know, much more enjoyable. Um, I, I can't promise anything because we're sort of going with the mantra, it's not done till it's done. Right. Um, but we're definitely trying to get uh, a release out either, the end of this month or early September. So mm-hmm. um, hopefully it'll be available in the app store uh, really soon. And like you said earlier, uh, there is a, there is a link. It is an open beta. So if anyone does want to check it out, uh, we can certainly get that for them. Cool. Well, John, this is exciting. And uh, also very nice to chat with you after, I don't, you know, months, I guess we haven't seen, we didn't go to dub dub this year. Uh, <laughs> nobody got it in, uh, you know, no exciting adventures at Dub Dub because there was no Dub Dub, uh, WWDC this year. But, uh, it's kind of weird since we do live in the same town that we haven't seen each other since we saw each other in San Francisco. But, yeah, that's it, what is, happens. <laughs> it, it is, it is so weird to look at my calendar and not have any trips any conferences any 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 anything i mean other than zoom calls (laughs) i've got plenty of zoom calls uh but but no no very few outings very few anything so the highlight of my the highlight of my week is is we as a family we we get takeout once a week and so that's the highlight is deciding where what we're going to get for takeout for (laughs) for dinner so uh beyond that though yeah we're we don't go over we don't go over many places yeah no, I get it. Um, uh, you know, and not to add too many new Zoom calls to people's, you know, burden, but uh, we should organize another micro meetup online. That was a lot of fun when we did it back months ago, X number of months ago. Uh, seriously, it's hard to tell what's April versus August uh, in some ways. <laughs> Um, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, I, would, I would love that. That'd be great. Cool. Well, uh, 
in that case, let's wrap this up. And I really thank you for taking the time to be here on this podcast, John. No problem. Thank you for having me again. I always, uh, I always love talking about what we're working on. So anytime. Yeah, cool. And listeners, if you want to follow John on micro.blog, there's a link in the show notes, or you can go to micro.blog slash cheesemaker. And thanks for listening. And we will talk to you next week or as soon as possible. Mm-hmm.